time to settle in for another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas with your hosts, Aaron, Jeff, and Nathan, featuring special guest, no Twitter Ippy. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Welcome back, guys. It is episode two of our Friday 13th uh, kind of review sessions. Uh, and this time we'll be talking about what is essentially called the Tommy Jarvis trilogy. So, uh, this is Aaron. This is Jeff. The man who likes to dance wildly with terrible hair. I'm Nathan. <laughs> and then joining us again is... Surprise, motherfucker. It's Iffy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when we come back into Friday 13th 4, essentially called Friday the 13th, the final chapter. <laughs> we are now introduced to a yet new director... Because uh, Steve Miner kind of followed up, you know, two fe- uh, features, which was part two and part three. So yeah. we're now we're introduced to uh, Joseph Zito, who directed this awesome fucking Friday 13th, the final chapter. I can't talk too highly about this film, but yet I will. Uh, Tom Savini returns for this epic fucking return. He does. <laughs> and, triumphant and return, if you will. Triumphant. Very good. If he, I couldn't agree with you more. That with a budget of only $2.6 million to introduce yet another fucking Jason Voorhees film. Making $33 million. Wow. So here we are, April 13th, 1984. And uh, pretty much in layman's terms, this is probably the best Friday 13th we've had. I yeah. will concur. I, I would mean, call it the quintessential Friday the 13th. From part 1 to 2 to 3, and with 4 a coming becoming, I don't know, this thing that I didn't think was even possible. They pretty much perfected every death Every purpose, every storyline, every scare. Yeah. Yeah. To the oh man, just the, the we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. All right, so well, Tom to, Zavini, he's got these gruesome ideas. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he's the Rambo of horror. And Joseph Zito really had a fucking good eye for horror. I I can't go over his filmography right now, but uh, he did do a lot of good fucking low budget horror movies. I mean, for this, I mean, come on, I mean, I guess with his just right off the fucking bat coming into this film, he's actually coming up with things that are just make things happen. I mean, before that, he came up with a Prowler in nineteen eighty one. After that, he would after Final Chapter, he'd actually follow up with like uh, Chuck Norris's Missing in Action. He'd also do Invasion of USA. <laughs> so he didn't go. I retract my previous <laughs> statement. <laughs> he didn't go off to bigger and better, you know. Dolph Lundgren's Red Scorpion in nineteen eighty nine. So <laughs> this as uh, being like his uh, cherry on the cake. <laughs> Yeah, that, out of his filmography, this is the best. Well, actually, I, I caught up with the guy and asked him, you know, what he'd spent all that money on, and his response was, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah! Because you know the 80s. I so, do. So here we go. Another thing that kind of, like, you know, if you're not too fucking, you know, Friday 13th-esque kind of fucking mentality, this actually takes place the night after the events of the previous film. The next day. So we're technically Saturday, Sunday the 15th? Like, this is like the fucking weirdest week in like history. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a time warp. <laughs> so, Don't make me sing it. So I, don't uh, make me sing it. You, you, can, you can watch the video if you ever find a 
find the time to uh, post it. So, <laughs> so essentially, the Paramax have now cleaned up the remains left by fucking the fucking Voorhees. They, they, they deliver him to the county morgue, which we see the whole yeah. hospital scene. I like immediately that they it feels bigger budget. Oh, yeah. You have a helicopter hovering over the barn, oh. spotlighting Jason still laying there with a hatchet in They're his in head. a hospital. They're in a building that actually is not in the woods for the first time. <laughs> yeah, they, no, ta- they take I don't, him. I, don't, I, think, I think, was Chris actually in... Well, like, remember, everybody... One, yeah, I don't know. I know everybody's creeped out because, like, remember the, the clawed handed voices kind of yeah. coming off of the gurney and stuff like that. Everybody's like... Rrr! Yeah, this is, my first day the, this is my first day on the job. This is scary. But there's one scene in that hospital that's so fucking cool. Well, as we get to the hospital, yeah, you get the hospital. Uh, that fucking uh, morgue mortician guy. He's trying. He's trying to get the chick. The, the, the pervert fucking, mortician. Yeah, he's, he's watching going, exercise videos. If you thought the perverted EMT from Halloween Two was bad, this guy is over the top pervert. First, he pulls in the nurse. He's eating a sandwich when they bring him the body, and he just sets the sandwich. <laughs> down on the dead corpse he's just like sign here (laughs) fucking takes it eats a sandwich picks it right back up and there's a cool scene where they put him in the cold freezer and you see jason's breath you see him breathing awesome awesome and all you got when he tries it when he shuts the door he should just shut the fucking door (laughs) lock him in right why did he leave it cracked Exercise video on TV. Yeah, he was he was really like he was thinking with the wrong head. Yeah. Guided well, by well, the third thumb. He's got, <laughs> he's got the blue balls because nurse fucking have a snat. Have a snat. She said none of this tonight. You know yeah. you're gonna freak me out with clawed hands, fucking freako. Funny thing. Yes. In that exercise video is actually the brunette that was fucking in the uh, uh, RV in part six. Oh really? really? She was supposed to be in this movie. She opted out of it because she wouldn't show her breasts. She's she, actually in the exercise video. And that's a, a famous video from yeah, the 80s. Yeah. The exercise, exercise video was actually used in uh, Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Yeah. 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 yeah oh, she's awesome. She's in that exercise video. That's awesome. I, I always found that pretty she funny. Didn't show, awesome. She didn't want to show anything off in this? That's why no, but she'll sh- show some flossing going on. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to show anything. So Mortician <laughs> acts. Um, <laughs> I believe it was, was it called a size? Oh man, I don't know. Sexer size. I don't know, but a boner size me <laughs> as a kid. I, I'm kind of pissed that wasn't that was a sp- like a super size. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Effie. I'm glad for the vote of confidence. <laughs> These thumbs, people. <laughs> I'm telling you. No. <laughs> no. Oh, that should have been definitely a bonus feature on the fucking Blu-ray. <laughs> should have been the exercise video. I think that would have been perfect. I think it was. It was? I think it was. At one point... Uh, it, it was going to be? I th- No, I think it was. Oh, wow. It, like, uh, during... I want to say the release I got. Not the one you got on the Blu-ray. The, the Right before they, they that they released the first nine... Or first eight as a thing. And I want to say it's... The bonus feature on there, and it's like 10 minutes long. Oh, okay. And it's just... Oingo boingo playing for the music. Sweet. <laughs> but, uh, the Elfman Meister. Yeah, it's a wonderful opening. It, it goes into this hospital, and fucking... This horn dog fucking morticians. Axel. like yeah, Axel. Axel. Yeah. <laughs> Axel. He's just fucking trying to get with this chick and they start making out and fucking and he turns the TV back on to <laughs> yeah I mean apparently a hot fucking nurse ain't enough for this guy yeah. and uh, she gets pissed off and zips up her jacket you better put that fucking body in the freezer and she takes off out of there mm-hmm. and he puts Jason up in there and he sits back down to watch it and he's sipping his coffee and he spills a little bit he leans forward and as soon as he leans back 
fucking Jason saws his fucking head off, oh, man. Dude. It's such a cool fucking a beautiful hex all day. It really is rip, rip. I mean, oh, this and movie. It, it'll pan back to the aerobicized video and then. Yeah. <laughs> the guy gets his head chopped off. This movie is one of the most brutal. This movie is one of the most brutal of Friday the 13th. Yes. It really is. Like, the st- every oh. death is fucking painful. Oh, like, dude. It, it's, feel before, it. it's right before the MPA really stuck their dick up Friday 13th. Like, all ass, horror yeah, movies. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. they all had to start cutting well, the shit out. Because then, right after that, the nurse, uh, Robbie, eats it too because she gets the fucking uh, the scalpel death. Yeah, and it, it, what's cool about that death is he pins her against the wall with his hand. He just takes a scalpel and from breast to fucking vagina Jesus. just slits her down. But it's not a normal slit where it's just like. No. I mean, you can see it jagging it's, down. It's yeah. guttural, dude. It's, it's not a close-up, but it's just, yeah. he's ripping, ripping that That's like Cannibal flesh. Holocaust gator rip right there. Yeah, it's it's fucking, this movie, when I saw it, I was fucking scared to oh, death of it. Yeah, because it, I mean, it really took a page almost from Halloween 2, you know, like the it, you know, familiar setup. Yeah. But man, it went fucking horrific, really. It went fast. real brutal. Like yeah, this, this is my favorite incarnation. I'm going to say it right now. This is my favorite incarnation of fucking Jason. Yeah, Ted is, White is awesome and as I'll, Jason. And I'll really? talk okay. incredibly highly to it, but it's not mine. So let's. Yeah, it's, yeah, same, yeah. Same. it's not my favorite. But. We're, we're, we're going to get into our final thoughts, yes, but yes. I'm going to lay that out there yeah, yeah, for well, myself. No, 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 no. And, I, and I, see, I totally see your basis on this one. So, very the next day after this fucking whole morgue fucking uh, hospital scene. Is it the next day? Yeah, it's the next yes, day. It is. And then Sunday. we're introduced to the, the group of teens. It would uh, be Monday. Labor Day. Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Saturday. Saturday. It was the fucking... Uh, Sunday. Paul. And then he escapes the morgue, like so Sunday. it'd be Monday. Monday the 16th. So here we go. Monday. Jason's got a busy work schedule, bro. Yeah, that guy, that guy has, like, He's got a case of the Mondays. Yeah, that's why this one is so brutal. <laughs> I don't like Monday. <laughs> so we're, in, we're introduced to Paul, his girlfriend Sam, Sarah, her crush Doug, and Jimmy and Ted. Uh. <laughs> oh, Ted. You dead fuck. You dead fuck. <laughs> Let, let's check my computer on this real fast. We've got Crispin Glover. Yes. We've got Corey Feldman as a young kid, not the crazy oh, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. wackadoo Michael Jackson Corey. Uh, there's a uh, f- Peter Barton, uh, E. Rich Anderson. I mean, Alan Hayes, Barbara Howard. I mean, this place is just—it's really littered with the go-to fucking finally. It's like they—they yeah. have really good acting and casting yeah. in this film. They actually have actors. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and uh, I mean, even the one guy, the the, the one that plays opposite Ted, uh, Crispin Glover's character, uh, he actually came up with like the Last American Virgin. So he had some uh, comedy, uh, you know, like features he had started in before previous work. But uh, they go and rent a cabin for the weekend. Uh, of course, we're going to touch upon the fucking hitchhiker scene before they even get to the cabin. <laughs> uh, you see the hippie chick. Cause she has a Canada. Uh, she's looking, I guess, to get hitchhiked to Canada. She's and, going uh, to rob out the wrong way. Yeah. And <laughs> she gets, like, the most obscene, like, you know, kind of turned down for a hitchhike ever. It was, uh, well, it's, hey, baby, you got a sister? Yeah. <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> and then she sells Turns into her. sign around. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and then she just knuckles down and go ahead and she she squats, yeah. eats a banana, 
And then, lo and behold, we have our... This actually disgusted me oh, when okay. I saw it. I, I think I was 10. Why, because she's what wasting the, a banana? The banana. Just, <laughs> first of all, I fucking hate bananas. <laughs> I, do, I am not a banana and fucking fan. so does fan. Jason, apparently. I do not like them. But when she's got it chewed up and Jason walks behind her and just cranks her in the neck with this knife, she's spitting this chewed up banana out of her fucking mouth. And I am disgusted to beyond belief, man. I, I was hoping that you know when he when he when she's getting killed, that like she would turn the sign around to say "fuck him." <laughs> and he's dying. <laughs> fuck him off. Fuck you. Yeah, hold the sign. That'd be pull the sign up like pull a Wiley e. Coyote. Fuck you. <laughs> <That'd be> priceless. <laughs> In my mind, that happened. <laughs> so the 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 teenagers show up to their cabin, and lo and behold, we meet the Jarvises, who yep. are the uh, kind of neighbors. Uh, we meet Trish, and then uh, I forget the boy's name. Tommy. 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 Sorry, Tommy. Sorry. Uh, no, Gordon is the name of the fucking dog. That's what I was <laughs> preaching for. Sorry. Hey, Gordon. Yeah. How you doing, Gordon? Gordon. You get some raps today, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Such throwaway dialogue. We're leaving. <laughs> but when we get introduced to Tommy, he's like the initial like fucking video gamer slash. He's the nerd. Mash, he's mash fucking mash cool, man. man. He's fucking awesome. If I had cool masks, I would wear them while playing video Super. games. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was awesome. I mean, yeah, he, he's playing a game. Oh, mom! Mouth yeah. moving along with him. It's, yeah, that was awesome. cool. The masks awesome. he has in this movie are fucked. Like, dude, I know he didn't build, well, but that, that's Stav- yeah, I think that's all Savini's fucking playground in yeah. his fucking room. He was actually, like, if you notice, like the the boy Tommy, I think that was like a uh, a send off to Tom. Savini. It was. Tom it was supposed Savini. to be. It wow. was. It was based on him. Awesome special like, effects thing. Like, mm-hmm. and then, video you know, games. Tommy. Tommy having the uh, the different masks was totally a send off to uh, Tom Savini. You're absolutely right. Later nice. on the movie, peeping Tommy Savini. I mean, what are you going to do at that age? You see some fine ass tits. Not, not jump on, on the bed. Not jump yeah. on the bed, causing commotion. Oh, I watch. Oh, dude, Judy Anderson got naked in front of me. I would cause commotion right now oh. <laughs> at this age. Uh, if I, if that. At that point, mom, Tommy knew there were better things out there. Doing the cartwheels mask. in the bed. <laughs> oh fuck! There'd be more than cartwheels, uh, pillow humping, sure. and the whole. <laughs> there'd be a commotion <laughs> going on in that room. Jesus Christ, Tommy! Lock the fucking bedroom door. <laughs> yeah, really. Next time, I was sort of waving <laughs> singles in the air. Out <laughs> Dude, Judy Anderson's fucking. She's still hot. Oh, man. Yeah. If you've seen current pictures of her, god damn it, she aged she well. She She looks fucking she gorgeous. Keeps it tight. Nice. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> I like I likes what I'm saying. Play <laughs> Bay. To play even to more of this fucking fun nudity shenanigans, we get introduced to Tina and Terry, damn. the twins from next door. Oh, my God. These bicycle twins are straight out of the fucking Double Mint commercials. Exactly. That's where they got the <laughs> and job. And it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I uh, think it was gum they were chewing to get the job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not that. <laughs> Maybe the third thumb. <laughs> double Mint cock. I mean, gum. <laughs> so... You know, Tommy's just fucking lucky out. I mean, he's looking out his window. He's peeking early. Boom. That's what he's doing. He goes to the. Uh, we're gonna go, you know, visit the fucking lake. Everybody's skinny dipping. Boom. I mean, you he's see Tommy trying to look at the. Yeah, Gordon's fucking pulling everything he can. He's pulling his weight to help Tommy just fucking <laughs> take a peek at. Gordon everything. was a better wingman than Shelly. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> <laughs> so, really already was. like what? 15, 20 minutes into the fucking film, we're already like happier than we've been with the original trilogy. We've got two twin buttholes. Boom. On film, <laughs> they take them tops off and swim down, and you see fucking the rusty sheriff badge, bro. Like, it's there in the star. And his deputy. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, can you imagine being that kid and walking down, and you're like, oh my god, fucking 
18 tits and fucking well, two knows? buttholes, and then, oh, I see this Corey guy's Feldman. ass. Corey Feldman probably had the twins back in his trailer. <laughs> probably. I mean, fuck. He was filming. Come on, girls. I was in the Goonies. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Not yet. Not yet. Not That's yet. part five. That's the, yeah, we'll we're get into this. So uh, Trish Close. gets invited to the party so that's going to take place later that night. But uh, afterward, their car breaks down, and Trish and Tommy are they meet the back the the back the, the mis- backpacker yeah the Rob. backpacker Rob, and this guy is just like I mean his little I mean he, his agenda was really offset to me right off the bat you know kind of like probably because it's next day and he acts like he's been hunting Jason for years because yeah. his sister Sandra who was killed two days earlier yeah. Was killed by Jason. Oh, I'm out here hunting. Like, and I have newspaper clippings that just came out from yesterday. You can't be hunting bear. There yeah. isn't any. <laughs> like, the solenoids. We need to fuck. I mean, everything was just a little too rushed. It's a little yeah. weird. Yeah. A little weird. I, I don't think they intentionally... I. That's why I think the timing's off. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob, like you said, is like he shouldn't have newspaper clippings of like, well, this you, is my you know hypothesis. You, you got to kind of remember that. You know, the movies are spaced space out by a year or so. Yeah. So they're hoping that people forget what they saw yeah. the previous film. Yeah, but you're directly calling it into play when you film that barn you, scene you in, the hospital, in the hospital scene. scene. But, yeah. but you also have to realize, like, the, the more we go into the Friday series, the more the time thing just kind of just is yeah, thrown because, out the window. Oh, yeah. It's fuck, it gets all fun. Because, warps, because between... Friday thirteenth two when Adrian King Alice is killed it's five years later, so there is some lore to what happened from part one and the the one thing that it is apparent in the film is that two three and four happen two and three day after for me yeah Yeah. now granted he could have escaped from the hospital and some time could elapse well if Rob was more family member to Alice it would make more sense than actually you know that for a direct tie right because it's like you know five years and three days you know I'm still searching this lake area because it's now in this part four it's actually not called uh, Crystal Lake is actually called like Green Haven or something like that. And this they, one, they no, no. The name. no, no, that's not till that's, that's later. Not till later. Okay, okay. Uh, oh. So it's here we are. Still again. Crystal Lake, but they they never refer to it as Crystal Lake because this is residential. Yeah, because there's two like, houses, it's, it's like neck, houses, you know, down the street from it's the, the suburbs. Lake. And this not is the a, suburbs. It's not populated. It's in that same neighborhood. <laughs> it's that populated Alice by there. teenagers getting killed. Well, we know the barn that and the hospitals in the vicinity. I guess. Yeah, but. It wasn't that wasn't it the same uh, building that was used in part two, or the same house? No, no, no. The Jarvis house it, it, is. It looked very similar. The, the Jarvis house similar. we're going to talk about because it comes back. This is the first time it makes an appearance, but it comes back multiple times through the series. Recently, it went up for sale on Realtor.com oh, for wow. one point six million. Wow. There's been a, several movies filmed in this house. Wow! Mm-hmm. But they returned to it in seven. In part seven, yeah. And part. Uh, uh, goes Jason hell. goes to hell. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rob, for some reason, takes a big. Well, Tommy takes a big shine to Rob for some reason because he has this yearning to show fucking Rob everything he has in his fucking bedroom. So it's that like, fucking monkey Tommy's mask a, is cool yeah. as shit. Tommy's dude. just a lonely boy looking for a father figure. Look at my shit. And that's what. That's another thing I want to touch on. Go ahead, Ify. I think you were about to touch on it. I think they're Miss Jarvis is freshly going through a divorce. Yeah, I believe that was lightly like touched upon it yeah. seems like that right yeah. is yeah. that what you're about yeah. to say because yeah. it does seem like that like there's a, a, a longing for tommy to 
meet like uh, the man, you know, man's man kind yeah. of thing. Like something uh, like separation has well, been taken. Nothing's place. more yeah. manlier than a man hunting in the woods with a machete. Because the shotgun. mom's like kind of like a shotgun. It was a fucking twenty-two rifle. Yeah. What are you going to do with that fucking pellet gun? Yeah, I'm going to take it on a bear. He's hunting bears. <laughs> <laughs> He's a but, man. But extremely right after meeting fucking Jack Lady. <laughs> After right, right, almost immediately after reading them, like Rob, like makes it very abundantly clear that he's going back out to go camping. Yeah, so don't want to stay too long. Yeah, yeah. Because so you know, Rob is actually afraid that he's going to bring Jason. Yeah, you know, that, or, this family's nice. Let's get the yeah, fuck out yeah, of like here. Like he's, yeah. he, but also he's they're taking away from him from the hunt. You know, yeah. he needs to know how do I get closer to the camp or you know, mm-hmm. uh, the lake area, the yeah. camp. And then, uh, you know, then the party kind of ensues, and you have Tina makes a move on Paul, and all this weird shit kind of ensues between the jealousy situation yeah. between all of them. And then you still have fucking, you know, Ted and all them thinking, I'm the dead fuck, so he's trying to strike out with the fucking, you know, you want to kiss the teddy bear kind of shit. You want to be my then, little teddy bear? I've oh got a girlfriend God. in Canada. <laughs> We picked her up on the side of the road. She got a sister called Wolf. <laughs> but then you get Sam, and she does that awesome scene where she kind of gets fed up with fucking her boyfriend's bullshit and decides, you know, hey, I'm going to go skinny dipping again. Oh, you, you might yes. get a little extra if you come with me. Thank you. Yes. And he's so slow dancing, fucking, you know, double mint. And, uh, that are wearing the least sexy clothes oh, of any 80s twins I've ever seen. They're wearing baggy fucking pink pants and, like, rainbow striped shirts, shirts yeah. that are tucked into those baggy ass pants. And they're like and, shotgunning and beers. And their hair percent. held up like... Yeah, yeah. I- if he ain't digging it, I ain't digging it. <laughs> like, no way. It's called the Marcy Darcy costume. If they oh, had it you. was Marcy Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> it was Marcy Darcy before Marcy Darcy. <laughs> oh shit, they're Pretty pulling much. it off. <laughs> what, you buck, buck, buck your way back home. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam goes out there, she strips bare ass naked oh my god thank you and she yes. swims out to the raft and she lays out fucking to death. the rack the raft I'm the sorry. rack, the rack. <laughs> uh, I, I heard rack rack rack, so rack she, she goes down to the raft to go moon bathe of all things and it's like lo and behold the harpoon scene yet again yeah I mean, it was a yeah. sad loss for most of us. For Screw it. you, Polly. <laughs> Is that you? Through <laughs> oh. the goddamn water, Jason God. impels her right through the beautiful stomach. And it says here is she was stabbed in the groin with a harpoon gun. No, that's Paul. No, oh, that's, Paul gets yeah, Paul. yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, he tries, Paul gets a brutal. He, he tries bro. to sneak up on her all muddy. Feet so Paul, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After she gets stabbed, Paul runs down there and he sees her out in the raft. And he's like, oh, you know, starts taking off his clothes. He's got these little skimpy shorts on. He swims out to he's the raft. The shorts. And he, as he's jumping into the raft, he, he knows she's fucking scream. bloody as shit. He's, yeah, he screams, <laughs> splashes his way back, and Jason impels him by the balls <laughs> with a harpoon gun. And man. then fires it? And then fires it, yeah. <laughs> Stabs him it. up, lifts him up, and then fires the fucking thing. God damn. Yeah. Jason's pissed. <laughs> Dude, that fucking scene. Case oh, of the Mondays. That, oh, puberty. <laughs> puberty, man. Mondays. I haven't raped anyone. Mongoloids need puberty, too. Dude, like, seriously, every time I watch that scene, I have to grab my nuts. Like, it, it's painful to watch. <laughs> it's brutal. He nails him right between the balls, dude. And then shoots the fucking thing. Fuck Insult to injury. Like, I'm going to attach your Bean and Franks together, bro. It's going to be on a skew. <laughs> so, t- 
Teddy's just getting shut down. His advances are going nowhere. He's already struck out with one fucking twin. Uh, it doesn't look like they're going to get any better because after fucking missing out on Paul, she kind of makes her move back on fucking Crispin Glover. Do I kiss Teddy some- Bar? <laughs> <laughs> and he's striking out with right. She's like, fuck this. I'm going to go ride my bike home in the fucking rain right. rather than be with this dipshit. I'm going to get raped by yeah. this fucking ass. And dead fuck's upstairs about to get his fucking dick wet, you know? He's fucking, he's in happy town. He, he is. Back to the future, who? <laughs> no shit. Uh, let me get Crispin an extra coat of wax. Make sure there's a second coat of wax on that. Oh, he got the second coat of wax. No, never mind. He was going to. No, he was going to. Yeah. He's about to. If Man. he didn't come down there to show off, he would have got round two. Hey, Ted, where's the corkscrew? Oh, my God. One of my favorite lines <laughs> of that movie. It is a great fucking kill right here. Crispin yep. Glover's looking all over for a corkscrew. And oh, he pap. found it. Dude. Here's your fucking corkscrew. He was, it was handed to him. And it's so brutal. Like, seriously, he's got his hand on the counter and out of nowhere, bam, corkscrew through the hand. He notices he's kind of struggling with it. He turns, bop, fucking hatchet right to the fucking dome, dude. Ouch. (laughs) Because the other twin gets it with the fucking spear outside. Outside. You see see the shadows. You see that. Shadowed. And then fucking home dick Ted finds a stag film. He starts fucking playing that on the projector screen. What's funny about this scene is the actor actually thought to himself, I've got to be stoned in this scene. So, so he tries he, weed for the first time. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the first time he ever smoked weed, he decided to smoke a fucking big old fat joint of Crispin Glover's bud. Who oh, the fuck great. knows what that was laced yeah. with? <laughs> and fucking, he really is baked during that scene. That's why it's kind of poorly acted. Like, he even is like, oh, it's embarrassing. I'll yeah. never do that again. But he's like sitting there, ah! <laughs> watching this fucking 30s porn f- ch- film with these fat ass women with terrible tits For some they go around. through every nationality in the fucking stag film too it's like it's, here's Mexico yeah <laughs> it's like what is this Hola, the tour of France look like, at these titties <laughs> <laughs> double this dude double this and then he's like es no bueno <laughs> he walks up to because the film, you know, he Mucho walks up to the film uh, on the wall and he's <laughs> he, like, to twist the titty on the film. Right? <laughs> he's, he's walking up to pinch a nipple on a flat screen and the film breaks. And he turns around and all he's getting blinded by the light. And pap, a fucking goddamn mach- uh, uh, knife uh, or something. Yeah, like, big knife. Uh, the back of the kitchen head. knife goes through the back of his head. He falls down. But well, the cool part is, is that. The the screen. Screen. It like it cuts the screen as he's falling down. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. And that's Savini thinking and like a trail of blood. In the trail oh, of yeah, blood. This had yeah. a cool kills, man. This fuck Friday yeah. really it's, holds they didn't, up. They didn't fuck around with this one. Yeah, yeah dude, that was a sweet ass fucking. And then fucking you go upstairs and there's uh, like, uh Crispin Glover. But doesn't home- no, he already died. He got uh, that. He, the he, homeboy he, and girl, they get the like, he gets she Doug and Sarah. She's Doug a and Sarah. she's a virgin. Yeah, he yeah. finally gets into it. Yeah, he fucks in the shower. They, they get into it no, in the shower. No, they fuck in the bedroom and they go take a shower. Yeah, and he bangs it in the shower, too. Yeah, he her butt shower. presses against the glass. Oh, yeah? And then, yeah, yeah. she gets out to go... Uh, I think he was trying to entice her to hit it again in the yeah. shower, and then she leaves. Well, she no, no, he hits hell. it. No, he, he hits, hits it in the shower, it. and then she leaves, <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I think I'm in love. What'd you say? <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> and she leaves, and he gets in the shower. Oh, now this kill, to me, is... The true Ted White essence. This oh, is why I love man. Ted White. He's fucking brutal. He fucking, he, you know, the sure. guy thinks the chick comes back. Yeah. And you change your mind? Yeah. You want to come back in? And fucking bam, a hand comes through. The, if the you glass. lived in the 80s, you had glass door <laughs> showers. Mm-hmm. This hand yeah. comes through it. 
pushes his goddamn face against the tile wall and then smashes the fucking yeah. skull, the bridge of the nose, and then just twists Everything it. Everything oh collapses. Oh, it's brutal, it. man. Yeah, and, yeah. and you get these the cool cool looks at Jason, and he just ain't giving a fuck. fuck He's yeah. pushing the fuck out of this face. And then fucking the chick comes back in and sees her, her dude's dead. Yeah, the blood and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Woof. Yeah. I, mean, I can't. But no, no. As the, I'm sitting the, here, I'm a little buzzed, but I can't remember how she dies. The, the dick. I think the dickhead move that they, he, Jason does again. He doesn't have the body in the shower. No, it's hanging over yeah, the it's, shower. It's, 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 it's hanging off the Later, frame. he moves the fucking body from the shower, and it's like behind the door. No, yeah. that's Crispin. Crispin gets a terrible in this movie. That's Crispin. Uh, no, 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 railroad but, tied but, but, to the door, but everything's moved again because at yeah. the very end, when it's the final girl, yeah, he's everything's yeah. changed because the one girl's at the fucking front door, Christmas at the back door. Does it show his body again? Yeah, the dude got his face smashed. Yeah, yeah. I think like, yeah. I think during the he's chase not, scene, like like Jason like has Crispin Glover like hanging up. No, but the shower dude, and uh, then he just like busts through that the back back door with him yeah. still hanging on it. Yeah, that's Crispin. But what about the guy who got his face smashed? Because it does show. Uh, fucking sarah again she's laying in the front yeah mm-hmm. uh stabbed and then it shows crispin uh teddy i don't think it shows him again nobody and cares about him. paul and whatever her name is you know the hot bitch is fucking down at the lake so they don't get seen again yeah. but uh yeah trish and tommy uh during this whole fucking everybody's getting killed shit they come uh, back from the and there's a power but what's weird also is i'm well, sorry we're, we're, we're jumping around because Gordon mom. Gordon jumps out of the fucking window. Right. And yeah. the mom goes out to go check because she was jogging or some shit. Yeah, she's and she gets an off fucking off. scene killed. Yeah. But I don't think we ever but, well, see her fucking die? body again. Does she die or does she go insane? No, she died. Two different stories. She died. She does, she died. Because we never, we never there's, there's, there's two endings to this, and I'll, I'll get into that when we okay. get in the yeah. ending. But she's fucking dead. It's off screen. It's like a lightning silhouette on the... On the on the uh, house, there's okay. a lightning strike, and you see a, a impaling. Okay, so Trish and like Tommy return. Yeah, okay. kind of like the twin. It's okay. almost almost identical. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trish sends Tommy to go fucking work on the lights of all things. Yeah, you go fix the lights. And then Trish goes to go check genius. the the neighbors, right? Yeah. All right, and that's when she starts doing. That's when the fucking reveals start happening. But I still don't remember how Virgin Chick eats it. No, I thought she goes and visits Rob in the, in the woods. No, 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 no. We're no, talking the, about fucking The virgin uh, chick that Sarah. loses her boyfriend in the shower. When she mm-hmm. goes in there and she, she sees him like laying in the shower against the broken Do you glass. remember if he, how she dies? Because, uh, how does she die? Um, like, I remember she sees she his dead the, body. Did she get tossed out the window? No, Trish jumps out the window. Fuck, I should have watched this movie before I came I to the podcast. It, I watched it the other night. I watched it all through. And Let me see here. I'm going to scroll. Keep talking. I'll find this motherfucker. Find how the virgin died? Sarah runs and finds when he's dead. She tries to... Fi- She's killed with an axe through the chest through a door. That fucking shitty... Okay. I hate that fucking death. Yeah, it's so it's quick so and throw It's like, how the fuck did the axe go through the door and right into her fucking chest in impalement? Like, it was just That's like, right. yeah, it's such a throwaway death. Yeah. Like, you know, I can remember every fucking death in this movie but hers. Yeah, because I, I really remember odd. that death because it was just odd. She goes to the door and, like, the fucking thing just goes right to the door and, yeah. and like, acts to the chest. She falls down on the towel. Yes. Yeah, it's that's what. Yeah, it was. It was like that was like Savini's. Uh, Savini's taking the weekend off. What do we He's do? Taking a smoke break. Yeah. Leave him alone. Taking a smoke break. So the the power goes out and Trish and Rob are back 
and and they tell Tommy, yeah, fix the power, yeah, we're going to go uh, check next door. Trish goes and checks the, the path that her mom was jogging, yeah. and lo and behold, she finds like Rob's fucking campsite. Mm. But Rob had already seen Jason visit his campsite and trash his fucking uh, rifle, his rifle and yeah. shit. So he's already fucking high alert. Like, and that, that kind of gets me because... Jason can take bullet shots. He can take all this. Why does he have to break a rifle? Because this is Jason before his yeah, death. He, yeah, he's not. I honestly believe through these first four movies, he he's never human. fucking dies. He's human right now. So. Yeah, he got whacked in the shoulder with a machete. You could live through that. Head trauma. He's just super strong. He's super strong. Mongoloid. You know what? That like I said, it was a in part three. It was a dull fucking axe that hit through it quarter inch of hockey mask like how deep well, did that literally penetrate low, man like he needed that and he had extra no i never believed that jason like that was i i think my perception as a younger kid is stronger than as an adult because as an adult i'm like this motherfucker just keeps coming back to life but as a kid i was like he's he's not dead like yeah you know, I'd always come up with these reasons. He has like, just a major head injury. Like, okay, he got whacked in the shoulder with a dull machete. He ain't dead. But it went down like six inches. Yeah. Nah, I mean, if you look at it, yeah, it probably would have cut his fucking uh, uh, artery. Artery uh, stuff. I, I, I concur. You know I mean? I, I, he could hit his bone and stop. I'm, I'm, I'm going with you on that because I totally agree. I mean, it, it works to a point where, like, he's not supernatural yet. He's still some kind of fucking, like, right. unstoppable, unstoppable mortal force. So like still. Some kind of, like, hillbilly. Yeah. Well, I always thought in the beginning he got lost in the woods opposed to drowning. Yeah. Uh, even though you get that flashback. But that, that was even written up as a director as a, a, mm-hmm. a dream. Yeah. So um, I always figured he didn't die. And in this movie, like, he doesn't take gunshot wounds. Like, it makes sense for Jason to go, this motherfucker got a gun. I'm going to snap that son of a bitch in half. I ain't fucking wrong with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, you ain't going to boar hunt me, motherfucker. Well, luckily, Rob has, like, what massive fucking badass machetes lined around his fucking campsite, too. (laughs) Well, so he almost kills fucking Trish. He slashes through the... You think it's Jason sneaking up on Trish while she's looking through the newspaper clippings. And lo and behold, Rob's like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> exactly. Get off my Are you lawn. trying to kill me? And then... Yes. <laughs> he feeds her the exposition of why he's out there hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And then fucking, uh, you know, fucking Tommy's going fucking mad genius and shit, figuring out a way to get the lights back on, and then... He's the tech guy. He's the yeah, special effects he, guy. Engineering, you know. And Trish, Trish and them show up to the house, and they're like, okay, you got the, the lights working. We're going to go check next yeah, door. Check next door, yeah. And they come across this they little... They tell fu- to stay there, like, just in case mom comes back. Yeah, they... Yeah. 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 We'll go into that. Uh, but they, they go next door to fucking see, you know, if everybody's okay and whatnot, and they come across Jason's funhouse. And... Free house of terror. They go downstairs for some reason. I down in the basement. Yeah, I forget. And Jason comes out of nowhere think, with a gardening tool. I think yeah. it's because the power was out, and they go down there to hit their turn. I think on, you're right. But uh, this is like some of the most poorly written dialogue in the whole. <laughs> He's killing me. He's killing He's me. Whapping me with the hoe. He's <laughs> killing me. Stay upstairs. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> actually, like, actually, I have to say, I'm dying in this film. What the fuck? <laughs> like, and he repeats it like I'm ten dying. times. Yeah, he's killing me. <laughs> like, no, we know. <laughs> no, but, but no, here's the stupidest shit that I can get over. Trish runs up the stairs, at, watches for a while, runs up the stairs. I better make sure he's dying. Yeah, he's clearly getting fucking mutilated. And then the I'm remember, dying stops. He reaches up through the stairwell to get Rob, 
fights Brub. The whole dying shit happens. She goes up the stairs, comes back down. Yet again, Jason reaches up the stairs for part two and grabs fucking Trish's ankle. Oh, and then she hacks at his fucking hand with the machete. She wraps it fucking good, too. It's just, you're kind of, your eyes are rolling at this point. You're like, get the fuck out of there, bitch. You know? And then, yeah, then we lead into the the Trish, uh, one of the twins at the front door, which she could have easily jumped over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then she goes to the back door, and Kristen Glover's crucified. But she goes and grabs a chair and crashes the fucking kitchen window and jumps out the kitchen window. I was like, what the fuck? The front door, you could have just jumped over fucking double mint. My question is, how did she get got the fuck out of there? Why did she go back into the house? Yeah. Because she goes back into the house, gets chased up the stairs, and jumps out the window. Yeah. And, and, and Double Mint wasn't crucified to the front door. The first person she sees is Double Mint fucking laying on the fucking porch. Double Mint. We're calling her Double Mint. God yeah. forbid we know her name. We're just going to call it Double Mint. I think it's Terry. Uh, Does it, it matter, Terry it, and Sherry? It don't Terry matter. And Sherry, don't but know. this is a, one of the parts where I fucking love yes. Jason. He runs at you. Yeah, he doesn't walk. He doesn't appear around corners. He fucking runs right whole, at you. Yeah, because this whole time Tommy's like sitting on the stairwell, looking at Rob's like news clippings and kind of getting his. He's filling in his backstory too. And then we go finally Trish. <laughs> his backstory. Yeah, I like how they have the newspaper article and the artist drawing yeah, artist of a retarded fucking balding Beer. kid. It's like, <laughs> it's the worst drawn picture. Like, that thing was alive? <laughs> that thing is it's fucking like a, ugly. It looks like a latchkey kid. Grab <laughs> some fucking sticks and fire. Let's go get that fucker. Kill it, thing, man. Kill it with fire. <laughs> it's a caveman drawing. Oh, Trish, uh, oh, I know why she runs back. I know why she runs back. I completely forgot. She she escapes the house, breaks the window, jumps out, runs back to Tommy to make sure he's all right. She closes the front door and locks it with yeah. a little... <laughs> the, the look. Barricades it. And fucking... One of the coolest scenes in this movie, Corey Feldman was not prepared at all, so his reaction on screen is real. Jason busts through the fucking window, grabs Tommy. She goes to town smacking his face with a hammer Jason not Tommy's not Tommy. face smacking Jason and fucking you know he, she stabs him in the same shoulder with the claw part yeah he backs out they run they back up and he busts through the door like a wild man yeah, yeah chucks that. a hammer into a clear magnet in the yeah. wall <laughs> <laughs> and then they uh, hold us upstairs to Tommy's room yeah they haul out ass upstairs barricade themselves Jason's breaking through him with the TV they put like a like, like a little desk or like a shelf or something like in front of the door a fucking five year old could kick that yeah, door in but man. they did <laughs> like Jason's struggling with he it hack- I don't buy it he hacks the door he knocks over the shelf, and then she takes the computer TV. monitor. Yeah, the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> Flashes over his head. So that's why she runs back to the house, because Jason sits up, and she's on the other side. Tommy's on the other yeah. side. So she's like, chase me! Yeah. And runs back through the house, runs upstairs, jumps out the window, window. onto a clear mat. Yep. Covered in yeah. leaves. That yeah. is some soft fucking ground. And the whole fucking time she's like running around these Better fucking like little line. fucking boots, you know? I was like, what the fuck is this bitch yeah. on? <laughs> and then she goes back to the house and Tommy's still there. Well, Tommy's upstairs yeah, he, shaving he's, his, cutting yeah. his hair with the he's scissors. Getting ready. And, yeah. He's making a new mask. Yeah. it's It looks good, man. Yeah. It looks good. Like he's looking at the newspaper clip and just, you know, cutting his hair off and shit, getting ready to. And fuck with Jason. Yeah, and then the, at this point, like, 
Trish is kind of fighting almost mano a mano with Jason, kind of keeping them all at bay mm-hmm. to some extent. Not fighting too well. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you get the uh, infamous line of Tommy, like, just saying, Hey, Jason! Don't you remember? Oh, man. Don't and that remember look. Remember me? And that remember. look, man. That beautiful look of him kind of doing the head tilt, kind of not knowing where the fuck he's at, what time he's at, you know, what the fuck is going on. And he's got the machete. Oh, dude. Oh. And, and that, this, this is the part where I kind of like, I, I kind of lose it because I find it freaking hilarious when he starts hacking Jason. It, it, does Trish hit the initial scene where it hacks yeah, him, he hacks him yeah, right in the that. eye? And then you see him like slide forward and that fucking machete just slides, slides down. But then his hand starts twitching and Tommy kicks up the machete and starts hacking him. Die, and his sister, die. Trish, is like, Tommy! Tommy! Die! Die! Tommy! Tommy! She's just yelling that over Ricky He's like, bitch, I know my name. <laughs> like, this motherfucker's trying to kill everybody. I'm going to chop him into itty-bitty little oh, motherfucking yeah. pieces, my friend. He goes to fucking town <laughs> on that motherfucker. He whaps the fuck out of him. Yep. And, you know, when they casted Corey Feldman, they were afraid he was too small yep. to wield the machete. So he actually, in his, like... Uh, in casting his, in his audition yeah in his audition grabbed the knife and fucking did that scene and they're like just give me a machete you're hired <laughs> like boom so it ends jason's fucking dead uh we see trish is in the hospital yes mm-hmm. i still don't understand the scene but we'll go into it uh trish is laying in bed in the hospital she and tommy to walks in and tommy gives her a big old hug and it's focusing on Corey feldman's face and he's got this squinty fucking look and then all of a sudden he ohms his eyes to this dead stare yeah credits yeah what's your interpretation did tommy kill his sister did he or did he just snap i mean it was almost like did he just experience this kind of michael myers awakening you know right i mean it wasn't so much of a friday 13th awakening but there was definitely like maybe a transference jason is fucking clearly goddamn dead like this is the first one where it's yeah Conducive. He got smacked oh, to the yeah. fucking forehead, fell on the knife, yeah. and got chopped yeah. about 15 times. If they had shown times. it, I'm pretty sure Tommy yeah. made him fucking hamburger meat to his fucking yeah. head, you know? He, he ain't did. feeling good. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, I, I kind of got the feeling that for it being the final chapter, it left it very open booked where it's like, okay, if it was to be going on further, it would be more through a Tommy Jarvis scenario. He went crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he just became something else. Which part five touches on, as we'll get into it. But what's your interpretation? I don't know, just the ending, it, yeah, like, you get the feeling that he is the next slasher. He's the next Crystal Lake killer type of a person. That's what he's, that's what he's destined to become. And they tease it with that, but then when you go into the next film... We'll get there. Ify, what's your, what's your assessment on it? I think um, <clears throat> the same way that Jason witnessed his mother being killed, like, in um, the first movie to the second movie, and he decides to seek revenge there's something in him he's like snaps honey. like he's he's ready to just go and be the next uh person to pass that same terror on to other people like whether it's being like the next jason or psychologically or just, damaged it's, yeah. it's like it's just there's something in him snapped but but who did he but who did tommy see get killed well, nobody everybody really. around him. Everybody, no, 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 everybody he saw, no, he saw the dead bodies. He never physically saw anybody. But he didn't, but he didn't see anybody get killed like Jason saw his mom get oh, like Trish fucking saw everybody dead. Like, damn. Yeah. She was, like, really, like, she saw, like, I mean, Jason every saw, fucking body. I've always thought 
that Tommy killed his sister, and that's why it ends up where we're going into in Part 5 in the Asane Asylum. I think he was so psychologically damaged, and it, I find it ironic in Part 5 and Part 6, there is no mention of Trish. They continue the Tommy Jarvis story. Yeah, without Trish's thing. But there's not a single fucking mention you're, of his sister. You're, I, 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 yeah, I get it. I mean, I, I, I agree with you on that, but... And why else would you throw a kid in a loony bin? But I, I think what would have set that off more is that if while Trish was searching the other house with Rob, if Tommy had maybe just heard something in the back door, and he checked, and it was like the mom's body, like swaying, hitting something, just something okay. more to like more macabre yeah. setup. Okay, for there like is the an important. Uh, so I was talking about a, a different ending. Yeah. It was filmed. It, the it's mother's right death? there. Yes. Okay. Trish, after whack, you know, after whack and chasing the whole die, die, die thing, she notices water's leaking from upstairs. Oh, okay. She goes upstairs, and her mom's floating dead in the bathtub. Nice. She's sitting there crying, oh, mama, mama, and her mom opens her eyes with these pure white pupils, and wow. that's the original ending. Wow. You know the dream yeah, factor, yeah, dream yeah, scare yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. More of like yeah. a maybe a not a great, not a better ending, but uh, uh, I mean, it, it clearly shows the mom has been killed. You don't really see what the fuck happened. Why did Gordon jump out the fucking glass, you know the window? You know, it's like where did he end up going and doing and dying and all that shit? Yeah. Dog's smarter than fucking man. He yeah, can sense this shit. People doom die. is coming. <laughs> <I'm> okay, <out. laughs> there's one thing you learn from horror movies is that animals have a sense of danger and they know to get the hell out of Dodge. Hey, yeah. Damn right. My he's dog like, knows when a lightning storm's coming from miles, yeah. hours before Basically, I do. He's like, Gordon said, wingman job, over. <laughs> Shelly, yeah, where you really? at? Away oh, I go. So, who be that? <laughs> we, but, uh... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. But you, no? but you, you, you guys think that uh, the sister was... Uh, was killed after the. Well, one idea I had Trisha Kakanawa. Well, one idea I thought is that maybe the sister went into hiding, yeah. and changed her name, moved on, while her brother just suffered through you know orphanage and insane asylums. Yeah, that's really? a lot of reading into, and it must hurt stretching that much. I clearly think Trish is dead. I, I since there's no mention, and Tommy in the next one is in an insane yeah, asylum. Yeah, I don't think the FBI got involved and relocated her. Sorry, Aaron. Uh, yeah, <laughs> FBI, just be Crystal Lake Community or I something d- like that. <laughs> well, this is this is uh, this is what I can't imagine it. This, I guess, is the big fucking twist. I guess everybody that's a Friday Thirteenth fan gets a little fucked and twisted on. On March twenty second, nineteen eighty five, we return to Friday Thirteenth with Friday Thirteenth Part Five, a new beginning. If Jason still haunts you, you're not alone. So with this feature. We now introduce a much older Tommy Jarvis, a uh, kind of fucking, uh, you know, uh, you know, very, very Halloween esque. I mean, he's now a fucking mute. He's damaged. He's uh, showing up to like an orphanage, uh, orphanage, <laughs> <laughs> to kind of show up there and kind of get seek more treatment. But what's fucked up about the beginning of this film is that we're introduced to a really wicked fucking flashback. Which is, uh, or what we think is a flashback, or whatnot, is Corey Feldman uh, returning to Jason's grave, and you see yes. his grave being kind of dug up by two hillbillies. They're just like, hey, "Let's dig up Jason and see if he's one." Let's see the main man. <laughs> so they're digging up the fucking body, and lo and behold, you know, Jason's there in full fucking, you know, awesomeness, and he yep. kills the rednecks, and he's staring at Tommy, who's hidden in the fucking uh, trees. 
and then the lightning Wearing crashes. Wearing a bright-ass yellow raincoat. Yeah, I know. And what was funny is that when they filmed that, that was actually in, like, Corey Feldman's actual backyard while he was filming The Goonies. Really? <laughs> it was. Yeah. He couldn't return for this movie because he had the uh, Goonies shaking. So he was like, look, I can work, like, three days for you. Yeah. So he did the rain. <laughs> that scene took three days? <laughs> <laughs> can you just stay right here? <laughs> And pretty, uh, and pretty much that was the main scene. I mean, he and then when Tommy the the lightning crashes, Jason's getting closer, yeah. and Tommy wakes up in a fucking you know, cold sweat in the back of a fucking you know vehicle that's driving him. Ten to years the, older. Yeah, way fucking older. And and you're introduced to the new Tommy Jarvis. Which so is, uh, I yeah, don't know, if the last one was like what eighty two, so this should be ninety two by now. Yeah, yeah, if not right. And it's still the eighties <laughs> by timeline well, the standards. The last one happened in nineteen eighty four. So ninety four, eighty four. No, I'm saying if it's ten years because he was like eight, so and now is... he's clearly like twenty. Because all these movies took place like what day after day after day. So that Monday, all the shit was so going down. So apparently, Tommy had the same juice that Jason took to grow. You know, the age fifteen years in two days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Case of the Mondays led to now. Case this, of the Tuesdays? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ten years ago. Hump, hump day. Hump day? Yeah, hump he, day? He should be... He should, I think he's roughly about 10 years older. I think he's, like he's probably about 21, 22. He's supposed to. Well, he's, the, the thing is something like he's like 18 or 19. 19? Okay, so either way, it's been se- six to 10 years. Yeah. Uh, fucking timeline fucking, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Really? Time warp. This is directed by a fucking pornographer... Danny Steinman. <laughs> Who, whose main interest was really just tits. the tits. Yeah. <laughs> tits and ass. <laughs> Getting the money shots. What's funny uh, is... Uh, no complaining there. In the Crystal Lake documentary, uh, people like uh, Fred Mancuso, who's done all these movies, uh, is talking to a longtime editor of Friday the 13th, and he's like, they're doing the scene out in the wilderness where the couple's fucking, and he's like... Danny Steinman's just yelling at the actors, grab her fucking tits, grab her fucking pussy, fucking fucker, fucking <laughs> going nuts. And the guy looks at Frank Mancuso, he's like, how do you want me to cut this? And Frank Mancuso puts his arm around, he's like, like a fucking Pepsi commercial. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you rock it, baby. Who loves you, baby? This, this director I've heard so much bad shit about. Uh, oh, oh. He, he's a dirty, uh, dirty, another, dirty. Another one of his movies that um, I... I did catch was uh, Savage Streets with uh, Linda Blair and Linnea Quigley. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Ooh. that's your sweetheart. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-seven. Linnea. You got a, you got a, a well a third thumb, <laughs> third thumb there, third thumb going up. <laughs> I got his attention. Linnea. Could we say that the third thumb is rising? Woo! Don't know how that makes sense, but no. yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's your third thumb music. Open condom style? That's right. <laughs> Open condom style. <laughs> 1987 Lene Quigney. Nice. Uh, uh, this will be 1985. And what's, what's fun is uh, if you own the Blu-ray or the old school DVD, uh, Danny Steinman's uh, commentary is actually connected to this thing, and it's a fucking hoot to listen to this bastard <laughs> talk about his fucking film. Actually, could, I did an interview with him, and uh, here's what he spent the money on. And Apparently, and a lot blows. of people in this movie did cocaine. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, well, all right. Just to get off, like, straight into this, <laughs> the the dreck that is fucking part five. 
Um, we get introduced to the fucking weird psychological fucking hospital that Tommy's now being uh, sent to. At Crystal Lake. At, At Crystal, Crystal Lake. Lake, yeah. Which is fucking... It's yeah. a halfway house for troubled teens, I believe. But you're introduced yeah. to, like, fucking candy bar dickhead. And he's trying to help bitches with... He's, he's trying to help goth girl and fucking stuck-up bitch with their laundry. And he says, oh, I'm going to take my candy bar somewhere else. And he goes and fucks with fucking suicidal skinhead who's chopping wood. The, 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 like the neo-Nazi. Fucking Vic. The return. Oh, my God. Of the living dead. Now, this yeah. guy was the yeah, punk yeah. rocker, yeah. dude. Shit, dude. That's yeah. I thought that bastard... Yeah, he's passed away soon, so yeah. I can't speak to all of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, leave me alone! <laughs> But this guy's going full psycho on this fucking piece of wood. And the guy's like, well, I'll just... Yeah, wait, just to be clear, he's using an axe to chop wood, yeah. not his own wood. Yeah, not his own wood. <laughs> and then Big Boy comes <laughs> over there with the candy bar. And he's like, oh, just leave this candy bar here on this log. And he there, chops big. the candy bar. What? And that sends the fat boy into a fury. Well, if that's how you feel, Vic, just forget it. But you're way out of line. <laughs> And then Vic, turn your back to me, motherfucker. I dare you. And Vic just sees fucking fresh veal and pork chops. <laughs> yeah, really. Applesauce and pork he chops. He chops this motherfucker to bits, no dude. No shit. I well, mean, I'll say this before when the when the kid comes walking out of the house, when the fat kid comes walking, he's got like candy bar stuffed in <laughs> out of his pockets. <laughs> he's the, like he's got it like the, like the like the chin full of chocolate. Candy bars come out of the pockets. Full. He's got like his his giant oven mitts full of chocolate. He's and got candy him bar. out his ass, bro. Like <laughs> this dude is a walking Hershey's bar, like for real. He's, he's like a walking case of diabetes. <laughs> it's, he it's, probably has it. Maybe he's Joey's his name, fun. by the way. Joey. Joey. Yeah, Joey. Little fucking Joey. Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I think after Shelly, this might be the one, one of the most annoying characters of the yeah. series. Thank oh. God he's only on screen for. Like minutes, yeah, minutes. three minutes. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, you, no, we had to suffer through Shelly like a little bit more. Oh yeah, hours. <laughs> like, yeah, like part three, uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drags yeah. because of Shelly. But Joey, but Joey gets killed by Vic, which yeah. is great. You know, people applauded everywhere. Fans rejoice. They lit candles. Confetti rained down from the heavens. And then the ambulance shows up, and they pick up the body, and then... And then you see Joey Buttafuoco. <laughs> well, of all things they do, it's like the cop's just there, and he's like, yeah, we got the body. Let's lift up the fucking... To show all the kids. Yeah, yeah. show everybody. How you doing, Roy? <laughs> hey, did you notice that his arm is laid across him? Yes. yes. And like, I it's completely his, severed. His leg yeah. is lopped off. Yeah. And he turns sideways, and like, you see the... Oh, and awesome. the paramedic fucking... Pulls up the sheet. He looks at everybody's reaction. Pops a bubble gum. He's like, "Bunch of pussies, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole." He's like, "Come on, Roy, get your hands dirty." <laughs> what the fuck is your problem, no bro? Shit, dude, bad fucking Monday. <laughs> and you get the guy. I believe this dude was from Quantum Leap. Uh, yeah, Roy? he's a very familiar actor to me. I don't know where the. I fuck thought it was he... like Saint John Travolta Senior. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the uh, Dick I mean, this guy that's just like like playing around? No, no, the, the Roy, the the, yeah, the paramedic oh, Roy. Dick I thought, I, thought, I thought he was like, you know, hey, how are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm all right. You know, this fucking body's gonna be heavy to carry. I thought it was like, I thought it was like Lou Ferringo's like other other brother. No Thank shit. God it's in pieces. <laughs> no shit. I got the leg. Hey Carter, what you doing? No shit. <laughs> um. So they haul off the fucking body. <laughs> it's still, Tommy's like not saying shit to anybody, but he gets introduced to his fucking little fucking buddy, 
the cook's son. Reggie uh, the Reckless. Reggie the Reckless. <laughs> I ain't scared of nothing. <laughs> he scares the shit out of Tommy with the fucking spider. He goes back into his bag and pulls out the fucking old school alien mask. Scares the shit out of Reggie. <laughs> and he's like, don't touch that. Like, come on, man. It's not like you made it. Actually, I did. It's wow, solid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's just priceless dialogue in this fucking film. Wall to fucking. Wall. And we haven't even we haven't even like yeah, hit yeah, the tip yeah. of the iceberg. Yeah. No, I know. Now, Tina no. and Eddie sneak off into the woods, and we are introduced into one of my fucking favorite oh, characters of this whole series. Ethel. <laughs> Tina's boobs. No, no. Oh, this no, is a, that's later. Okay, not yet. We're okay. talking about Ethel. 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 With her son Junior. Junior. Oh man. <laughs> they they these two run back up. They're escorted by the sheriff back in, onto the premises. He's like, you know, you need to keep these kids in line. All of a sudden, you hear a motorbike coming in the distance, and you're like, what is this shit? And off hops this little short fucking country bumpkin fuck of a lady. Sheriff, you don't think I know what them two perverts were doing in my yard? They're all crazy. She's just a loudmouth crazy bitch. You yeah. tell her, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> Will you her. shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There are so many great lines delivered by this lady. She is fucking hilarious. She goes, insane crazy bitch in this <laughs> Insane. <laughs> but it works. So yeah. it's already it established that Tina and Eddie, and Tina, by the way, Wow. She has got some fucking tits bigger than you can imagine. She, she was a former drown. Playboy playmate. Her last name was Voorhees, and that's why she got the role. But besides being beautiful, she's willing to get naked. God damn it, my uh, childhood thumb loved it. Oh, shit. <laughs> but it's established that Tina and Eddie always sneak off to go fuck. Yeah. And, and Ethel brings that to light. We also have these other cast of characters. Apparently there's some uh, couple in a diner, and then... Oh yeah, I forgot about the diner scene, all that stuff. I yeah. think I think before that we we I think we meet these two dipshits that are um, that their car doesn't start or whatever. Yeah, oh, the punk yeah. rockers. I oh, forget yeah. about that. Red tattooey, red tattooey, red tattooey. Vinny uh, and uh, the uh, the fucking head. like extras from the Outsiders and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these two douchebags are terrible. Come on, start it up, start Vinny up. and Pete. He ain't fucking starting. He ain't fucking starting. Start. We're gonna like kick your ass. Gonna kick your ass. These two are like bickering like a like a like a old married couple. Oh my god! I read gosh. an article that they they are supposed to be gay. Okay, so their names are Neil and Bob. <laughs> Pete, Bert, and Ernie. <laughs> no, it's not just so, Neil and Bob. So, it's like so, what they so like to more, do. So more, so more the whole um, horror thing where like they have like the homoerotic horror thing. Uh huh. 1985 was a pretty special year. Oh, you gotta yeah. remember, uh, Nightmare oh, Two came dude. out before this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a, all right. So if if Part Three was kind of glamorizing the dope smoking, when Homeboy picks up Chick from the diner and he's doing like blow blow out the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the forecast tonight is snow flurries up your nose. Say some for me. <laughs> He's fucking hilarious. Snow flurries uh, on top of giant mountains. And then oh. I think the blonde chick. There's in the so diner, much tits in this. Oh, the blonde chick in the diner kind of pegged the uh, the line before Hilt- Paris Hilton actually did. The like, I'm so hot. And how she it's did. showtime! Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, it was, and that was high definition too. And as a kid, it was it's pause time. <laughs> pause, pause, rewind. Rewind. pause, rewind. Pause, rewind. Pause, <laughs> rewind. Slow bow. 
<laughs> Still, our VCR didn't have that feature yet. Oh no, <laughs> so, no, no! So we had we had those we had those uh, group of colorful characters and yeah, and then we get and then we get reintroduced to you know uh, the odds and ends that are going back home. I the the guy that kind of ran the place was kind of like you know Chuck Norris's fucking stunt double guy. And you know yeah. it kind of runs smooth, I guess. Yeah, that, his hot wife. What made me laugh the most is when that they're having that fucked up breakfast from fucking hell, and, oh. uh, <laughs> and you oh, know he sent two extra plates. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. This no, one's I didn't. dead. <laughs> and the other one's in jail. And then Tommy comes in, so a fucking uh, real nonchalant. I'm not saying anything still, and then he gets spooked out by fucking homeboy wearing his mask. And then he, he does like, tosses beats him the, table. the shit out God, of him, damn, dude. Basically, guy crushes the goddamn table next to him, beats the fuck out of that motherfucker. That was awesome. So, so when did Tommy learn how to fight, apparently? No shit. I mean, it's like he went to fucking judo school while he was in the fucking psych He went board. to the Himalayas with Bruce Wayne. No shit. Learned to fight. He's like fucking went round two of Shang Tsung or some <laughs> shit in the uh, in the outer world. I'm gonna pull an obscure fact. Do you realize who that guy is that's running the camp? No. He played the guy who gave Indiana Jones his hat in fucking the Last a. Crusade. Right on, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. I always uh, get a little tickle in my pickle when I think of that. Like, oh, I know him. <laughs> Never yeah. seen him in anything else, yeah. but. God damn it. That's his high life. He I gave ran. Indy the fucking hat. I like, gave Indy important. his hat. Maybe I next time, kid. In <laughs> Played a good game. Yep. But you lost. It belongs in the museum. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can go on forever. All right, so this movie isn't really great on the ups and downs. Uh, there's a beautiful love scene. With some great full frontal nudity and an awesome yes. fucking kill. Yes. She gets the uh, the bad... The yeah, the bad side of the fucking edge clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Business end. And then Duke gets the wrong end of a belt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that dude. horse strap, man. Which is funny. If you watch the scene, he's turning it one way... And then he turns it the other way for he the kill. Make up the, he couldn't make up his mind. Uh, he's, dis- he's dyslexic. Lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. The yeah. whole time he's turning it counterclockwise, and then when the band finally pops yeah. and goes through the eyes, he's actually turning it clockwise. Yeah, so like, okay. like, you're loosening it, and it's still broke? Hmm. Well, that's what you get when you get a fucking porno director. Yep. Fucking Survey says it. nobody was giving a shit that day. Because <laughs> <laughs> cocaine. But this also had uh, the debut of a... Uh, Another Return to the Living Dead alum in this movie with Miguel. Miguel Nunez. Oh, yeah. He was in here as a Reggie's uh, brother. Brother. And it had one of the most famous and obscure lines in all of horror. Demon. Oh, man. I forgot his name. Demon. Damn enchiladas. <laughs> oh, man. I love that scene with the girlfriend. <laughs> and, like, and, he goes, and he goes to like the, out, the, the outhouse porta potty, whatever. Yeah. Ooh, baby. And he's serenading his, his girlfriend. Ooh, baby. Well, no, well, first she's shaking the outhouse. You're going to get it now, Ooh, bitch. Baby. You're going to get it now, bitch. <laughs> Oh, and calm then, down, start, David. Make sure a snake doesn't bite your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they start serenading. Because, you know, nothing says I love you like, you know, singing a romantic love song while you're Again, another one from Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. There's like two. And then in the next one, you get yeah. the third guy. So Nice, yeah. dude. It's nice. I love, I love that kind of full circle in the horror realm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Demon's death was kind of, you know, fun. You know, the spike going through the fucking... He didn't get yeah, to wipe, bro. Dude. 
Nobody gets to wipe in this. That's a shitty way to go. Because even the fucking... Uh, the <laughs> director didn't want nobody to wipe. Well, even like uh, in part three when the shopkeeper's taking the big shit after getting scared the shit up. Uh, you know, the snake scares the shit out of him. He didn't even wipe. He's like, here's a noise. He's like, oh, just... <laughs> just pull it right up, bro. My, my wife can wash my undies. I'm not going to fucking waste my fucking good toilet paper on my ass. Um, no two-ply for me. So what was also kind of weird is the stuttering dude. You get the little scene with the stuttering guy's like, "Oh <laughs> yeah, he's trying to hit on that the ginger." I, I like to make love to you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the? Please, can we just go stairs? What's his name? Hampton. Today, Junior. For real. Oh man, yeah, that was a fucking fun scene because then he goes upstairs and eats some kind of death. I forgot. Cleaver to the chest again. This movie didn't have a really kills. repetition. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know. cleaver to the chest, and he gets put in the bunk bed. Jake. Yeah, yeah. Jake from State Farm. I believe this is the movie that had like. I think it had like the largest body count of of all of them. Really, largest boot count. It did have a high fucking body count. Yeah, because you know, I don't think you see the camp counselor guys fucking death on screen, but you get introduced to it when you go through like the maze of all the maze. This movie's famous for the mazes, and once again, this is Halloween that set up the mazes. So they're just following it, following it for fucking twelve sequels. They followed it. Um, John, Tommy, for the most part, I mean, I think there's actually a drinking game in this fucking film where you you drink every single time he's just staring blankly out a window because <laughs> he really he's really he doesn't do shit though, throughout the whole he fucking doesn't. film. He'll he he'll like every from now and then he'll like hallucinate and thinks he sees Jason. Like, I know the one scene where like he thinks he sees Jason, and then Mary turns around, no Jason. Yeah, looking he, out the window, he's taking, he's taking he thinks he sees Jason. There's no Jason. Yeah. He's always popping the fuck out of those pills, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He loves cocaine. But douche. <laughs> Gotta love your drugs. <laughs> Psycho drugs. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, so we get through the death maze, whatever. And what's funny is, like, the, the chick that was sitting next to the stuttering guy, like, she's in a robe, totally topless in panties all fucking time. So she goes up to her room. She just reveals that. And death. But well, the, well she, she gets in her bunk, and she looks over, and that's where uh, she finally gets yeah, yeah, Robin. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Who cares? Well, the funniest part I think for me was probably the uh, the goth chick fucking scene. Oh, techno this, goth. I love this song. <laughs> yeah. Pseudo eyes. Uh, or, or pseudo. Uh, the, like the techno rock. Yeah. Type. yeah it's so good. It's like very. It's very David Bowie. It's, it's, it's like, you it's like know? they couldn't get Kelly Bundy, so they got this chick instead. Yeah. Yeah. The group's name is Pseudo Echo, and the song is His Eyes. I fucking love this song. It's a badass song. It's very David Bowie. With no life in his eyes. <laughs> and she's just rocking the fucking robot, like yeah. pop rocking like dancing, a motherfucker, popping, locking, and all now, that. Now, originally, there's a different death for her. Originally, he she does a handstand death. Yeah. He, huh? And the original death was a handstand. No, he pushes her against the wall and shoves it up her cooter. Oh wow. Yeah, because there's a, a a picture of her in Fangoria, Fangoria, where it's all vagina blood, nothing in the stomach. Okay. Uh, bears were around. Bears. Bears. They in, were everywhere. In the, in, the com- bears. in the commentary, they talk about it being a handstand death, where he was just going to come straight down with the spike into oh, her. Oh, that could be. And that kind of leads into, I guess, the Fangoria picture you got. Because yeah. they talked about it, and I was just like, whoa. It kind of sucks, because it was already previously done with the handstand, but... Callbacks. Mm, they do it all the time. Yeah. The MPAA I mean, fucking this, shut this. It this was, is when they started kicking it. Yeah. 
you know. They wouldn't give him, like, but a couple of seconds of flash of gore. Mm-hmm. And it was a quick death. It's like you said, it was kind of a throwaway. But, yeah, dude, when I heard about in the commentary with uh, Dan Steinman, it was, it was interesting to hear what kind of the original kind of twist they were going to go with that. So, really, after all this stuff happens, pretty much everything else is pretty much from Reckless's uh, point of view. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of wakes up in the bed and he finds his uh, Paul kind of get thrown through the window. I think he's got like weird shit through his eyes or something, or his eyes were gouged out or something like that. Yeah, so like then, his eyes were missing. So it's it's kind of reckless that kind of goes through all the the Jason maze kind of because you just don't know if Tommy's like behind the whole shit. But then the the female the cat the female counselor yeah comes the back. the fucking, she comes back yeah with a sweater on sweater yeah. off fucking shit and then like they they, they find all the bodies because they find uh, the, the 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 ginger girl's body. Yep. They find her. Oh, they find the pile of bodies. I'm sorry, the pile yeah. of bodies in the room. They're they see. They freak out. They go out in the rain, and this is the most glorious scene, just because she's not wearing a bra as they're running in the rain. Oh yeah, and I think that's the reason. She's fucking hot. She oh, is man. hot. You see, you see why Reckless would like always go in for those long hugs and stay really, yeah, really close. Kenneman, really. I, I, I don't know what she saw in that 85 year old guy that she was like, you know. Hooking up with? Uh, he gave Indy his hat. <laughs> yeah, dude, like... Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The hand rocks the cradle, but still... No she... ticket. <laughs> <laughs> no ticket. But still, uh, yeah, she was she was hot running through the woods, bouncing, dude. jumping, flowing. The sweater on, the sweater off, the sweater on, the sweater off. There's so much bad fucking footage in this film, so even get, though I like so it. So we get through all that when we finally see, you know... The guy who's behind all this, the man wearing a, well, like, well, they, they, they like go to the barn. They're go like to the barn, like you know, trying to escape the barn, and uh, Tommy gets kind of slashed in the stomach. You know, as they're f- making their final stand against Jason, uh, Tommy comes to and chops off uh, Jason's arm, tosses him out the end. He lands on some spikes, and there's the big reveal. Yeah, Roy, Jason, it's Roy. And what's really fun is when they look through Roy's fucking wallet. They've got the goddamn, like, a mugshot of Jason in the paper. Oh, no, no. And, no, no, and, no. And Roy's uh, wallet, you see the that. Fat fucking, oh, the fat kid. Yeah, the candy bar boy was fucking his son. But yeah. did you see when the cop walks up to Melanie Kinnaman at the end? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and he hands her, oh, that we found this in his stuff. In his stuff, yeah. And there's a fucking mugshot of Jason. Yeah. Like, for the paper, like, aha! <laughs> this <laughs> is what I look like. This was an 8 by 10 You always have to wonder, what poor soul gave his life just to get a picture of Jason Voorhees? Right? Got it. Peter Parker at work. <laughs> it was Crazy Ralph. Yeah. Polaroids back then. I was doomed. <laughs> I was doomed today. Fucked. But, uh, yeah, it ends. Tommy's in the hospital. Uh, he breaks a window. Pamela comes well, he, in Well, there. he opens up the drawer, and there's a... Uh, yeah, who the, mask. who the fuck leaves that in your room? Here's what, your fucking, here's your knife evidence? back, and here's the, the heck you took shortly before that, and then we see yeah. Jason okay. uh, appear in the room with her, and then fade. Yeah, yeah, and then you, you know, there's this torrential storm happening outside. Tommy breaks window. Pamela runs in the room like, oh my god! And behind really the door, Tommy's wearing the mask and raises up a knife. It Very zooms good. in on his eye fade to black. Huge Halloween rips right here with the it whole is, fucking Daniel yeah. Harris saga. I mean, huge. He's mute. 
He has the fucking knife and the mask on at the end. I mean, it's just huge ties. I was really hoping in that scene that, that uh, you know, the rim would have blown in on that chick's dress shirt again. And gotten it wet. Gotten it wet. Mm. And then you end the scene with that. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Mm. But it wasn't. No. She is hot. It wasn't to be. Now I was reading her. I was reading her commentary. She like she was like when she auditioned for it. She was like all they they just wanted me to run, wearing a wet T-shirt and I was blonde. So that fit the motif. I'm like yes you did. Baby you're hired. She didn't say much to the whole movie. She was just as no. mute as Tommy. Yeah. But uh. Well she said run or. And what was weird is that people, Tommy. Uh, people yeah. always talk shit because they say Part Five didn't have Jason in it. Well, in Tommy Jarvis's fucking <clears throat> dreams and flashbacks, I mean Jason did. The real Jason was in. Tommy. Was haunting him. Yeah, he was haunting him. Jason. It wasn't so much that Jason was in this movie. Is like it wasn't the real Jason doing all the killing. Yeah. It was Roy. But the, the but the actual Jason wasn't it as far as the haunting scenes. Like, like you know, him being tormented by the visions of Jason. Yeah. Yeah, but all those people really don't know what it's like to be without. The pro, you know, the antagonist. Yeah. Jason's in this movie. It's not Jason Voorhees, but it's a dude in a hockey mask running around killing the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, killing horny naked teenagers with perfect large breasts. Yeah, I laying mean, in the middle geez, of the if you're like, gonna complain about any movie, it shouldn't be this one because you get tons of tits, yeah. tons of ass, and tons of kills. Yeah, like this should be probably a, the most of any in, in, it, in the it, series. I mean, yeah. yeah, I would say three is definitely uh, behind this one for me because I mean. Yeah, there's a boobage in this fucking <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, for me it was not the best, but eh, it was what it is. Yeah. I think I think this one uh, it, it took a while for me to kind of shine onto it because like I was like one of those things like oh Jason's not the fucking killer and, and all that all that set up and nah. <laughs> nothing <laughs> happened <Yeah. laughs> because because they didn't really capitalize on the whole on the whole Tommy Jarvis thing yeah, yeah. like the way the way they could have but yeah, they set it up in part four for part five Tommy's clearly insane and that's he what they're supposed to do that's he what he was told that bad. was the direction they told the director we want Tommy Jarvis to be the next Jason yeah don't don't fuck with us but, and yeah. lie and then but at, but like fans, else. fans' major complaint is like, we want Jason. We we want Jason to be the killer in this. So the fans don't know what they want. Uh, well, and it's it really very don't. it's extremely apparent that fans do not know what they wanted when Friday the Thirteenth Part Six came to us in August first, nineteen eighty six. Because in Jason Lives, Tom McLaughlin gave us, to my best opinion, the best the best fucking Friday Thirteenth film. For the saga. Mm-hmm. It is pretty much giving us that fucking fine line between comedy and horror that I think the series just ached for. You're introduced with the great Tom Matthews from Return of the Living Dead, who yeah. now takes the reins from Corey Feldman as the true Tommy fucking Jarvis of what I really wanted Tommy Jarvis to become from Corey Feldman's, you know, awesome origin story. Yeah. So now we have... You know, Tom Matthews returns to the grave of Jason. He has his buddy. With Horseshack. Oh, yeah, dude. Horseshack from <laughs> yeah. fucking uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. And it's awesome because they're over there, you know, he's kind of like, you know, I don't want to do this, Tommy, you know. And they go and dig him up and they, you know, go f- as so far to, like, crack open the grave and they see him. And Tommy kind of loses it because he hears the the faint recall of the, you know, him and Trish. Yeah. Die, die, Tommy. And, he's, and he, he stabs Jason just to make sure. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? I fucking hate you, Jason. Burning hell. With a wonderful callback. Like, Tom yeah. Tom McLaughlin 
loved old horror movies, and it shows through this oh, whole yeah. movie. Totally, mm-hmm. dude. And what's funny is that if you recall a mayor scene in part five, he says that Jason Voorhees is cremated. You're just a handful of ash. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. Well, in part six, Tommy finds Jason's body, and he wants to make sure that piece of shit is ash. So after staking that fuck in the chest, he walks off to get a big-ass pail of gasoline to make sure this fucking bastard is fucking cremated. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, like uh, Nathan just said, lightning strikes in a very a-la Frankenstein to live situation. Man, reanimation occurs, and now Jason is supernatural. He's forever. He's unstoppable, and there's truth, there's purpose, and just one fucking lightning strike. And now the fucking series has become great, in my opinion. And this is where the unstoppable beast is officially... Board. Yes, dude. When he pulls the stake out, tries to pull Tommy into the fucking grave with him, there's true fucking utter fucking terror. I mean, as he fights to get out, and he's fucking trying to, you know, strike the match, and Jason just walking there with maggots and worms well, crawling oh, no, all no, over his face. He's getting up. He, he kills his friend. He gets up. Tommy, ch- like, starts dousing no, no, with gasoline. No, yeah. And, he's and trying then to he's light- trying to light the match. He lights it down poor rain. Yeah. Squashes it out. Yes. Tommy gets backhanded. And like, out lights out. And lights out. But then he hauls ass away. His fucking vehicle starts up first try. He drives off. Gets the fuck away from Jason. Yeah. Jason turns around. Puts on the hockey mask. Turns with the spear in hand. And right zoom into the Jason's eye. And you see the very uh, 007-esque fucking walk <laughs> of Jason. Machete slice. You know what you're in for. Yeah, it's going to be probably a- like my. That's probably my favorite uh Intro. 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 Like, 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 yeah, like, that, that's a really good. Because you know you're in for a fucking fun trip after this, man. Yep. And it, 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 I guess, I guess, it, just from that initial setup, man, you just know you're in for a great ride. Yep. And for me, that's just, I mean, that's where it goes. Everything goes right. Yeah. That is very. Um, I don't know. How do you guys really get into this one? I don't know. I fucking love part. All right, six. all right. Cause okay, I'm, after after part four, I go ahead and grab this one and watch it because it feels like the better fit, feel, right? Yeah, it, it feels, feels like yeah, the, feel, it feels like the better sequel. To, yes, to uh, part four. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it didn't do the greatest. That's what kind of bothers me. It had the budget of only three of three million dollars, but it only pulled in seventeen to nineteen million. I mean, mm-hmm. it it wasn't a failure. But it didn't hit that strong stride that I think that some of the, you know, earlier Prey 13s kind of did carry. Yeah. Well, this was right when the MPAA started fucking with horror films in specific, like Friday the 13th. Because, like, 85, they were kind of influential, but 86 is when they started fucking cracking down. Yeah. Well, this was the first movie that, or the one in the series that didn't had no nudity at all. Yeah, and it didn't have that much gore. They didn't. Everything no, pulled away. Was, everything was cut. Yeah, MPA like yeah. stripped it, explosions. It, it, with the interview with yeah, Tom McLaughlin, was, he was saying uh, this constitutes X rating. This constitutes X rating. This yep. constitutes X rating. They needed to cut seconds off of everything. Like when Horshack dies, Jason punches through his his chest. His chest yeah. But the cut footage shows he's holding his beating heart. Yeah. They heart. had to cut that whole yeah. thing. You see a glimpse of yeah, it. Yeah, just a big yeah. But there was like a beating heart, and he crushes it. Yeah, <laughs> and dude, you know, like and they're like, "No, he can't have that. No, he can't do that." Like, 
he tried so hard to keep this movie rolling and rolling, yeah, but MPA was like, cut, 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 And they did this all the way through, like, 89 to yeah. fucking horror. They were just fucking They, they made a huge example out yeah. of fucking, with Friday 13th, it was like... Because it's so popular. Oh, yeah. I mean, Halloween came, like, every... like It was, like, the original, four years. One year, four years. One year, four years. Gotcha. I mean, it kind of sporadic, mm-hmm. but you, Friday the Thirteenth was like bang, 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 bang. Yeah, like yeah, every year or two, six, yeah, you every, had every one. Every year or two, you had one. Um, so Tom McLaughlin felt the pressure. Although this is such a fucking great homage to classic it's, it's, horrors. It's a good movie. You you got Karloff's gas station after Boris Karloff. You yeah. got the fucking Frankenstein uh, reanimation of Jason. You've got like all these cool wonderful homages. cues, yeah, man. Dude. It's it's. And what so Tom cool. McLaughlin really blew me away is that if you ever watch really heavily on the frame, he always has things going on. There's rain, there's wind blowing, there's mm-hmm. always motion in every fucking yeah. scene that he sets up for you. And it's, it's just fucking awesome. Because, I mean, immediately after the truck drives off, he shows up at the fucking sheriff's office. And, it, you know, you get introduced to fucking uh, Sheriff Garris, you know, who's all like, you know, what the fuck, Jason's been dead for years. You're I love fucking this guy. <laughs> just, I, I, just, I just like the fact that Tommy goes straight for, like, the like the gun rack or the gun closet. Oh, yeah. Starts <laughs> trying to grab a shotgun out. And it is, what the hell are you doing, kid? Put that back. Wherever the red dot goes. You bang. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, stay away from him. But they've renamed Crystal Lake. They want Camp everybody, screen. They yeah, want everybody yeah. to forget about the nightmare that was. Never yep. happened. They, he plays a wonderful thing. I'm going to take him down to Carpenter Road. Like they keep yeah. throwing in these cool little homages to other directors' little horror films. It, it drives <laughs> me nuts. To the edge of town. Yep. And, and it's it, it, for the most part. I mean, it doesn't really go too astray. I mean, I'm not going to say. Uh, I mean, the characters Sissy and Court. I mean, Megan was fucking a gorgeous to look at. Yeah. Sissy and Court were kind of. Almost very just dead characters in the long run. Well, eventually they were. Yeah, Nick totally. was hot, though, dude. <laughs> but what I really loved about this one is that when they come to town to run the camp, you actually, for the first time, get introduced to kids. Yeah, kids show camp. up. And that just added a whole new level to, like, Jason and the fucking like the camp odd, The odds are, like, kind of stacked, like, yeah. stacked up like, a little bit yeah, more. definitely. Yeah. The, the stakes are raised much higher because you have kids involved now. Yeah, dude. I was thinking when I first saw this movie, are we going to see Jason fucking kill a bunch of little kids? Yeah. He already killed the fetus. Yeah, but he didn't do it. They pulled well, punches, but I think that's an MPA thing. Like, I think Tom ran into so many problems, he was just like, fuck it. But even, I even, the, the film got a little flack too because it's one of the first movies for, like, them to break that fourth wall because when the uh, gravediggers refill in the fucking, uh, <laughs> the grave, he actually looks and he's like, what kind of sick people would enjoy something like that? You know, he's talking about the gore, and he just, like, looks right directly into the camera and kind of speaks to the audience. They're like, yep. yeah, y'all are the ones buckled in for this fucking sadistic kind of ride, you know? And this was one of the introductions to Tony Goldwyn from oh, Ghost. Yes. Yeah. That was, like, the first film he actually did was actually yeah. this film. And uh, what's funny, too, is that Tom McLaughlin's wife is actually Nancy, who's actually... And she almost got killed during that scene yeah, in real they, life. They heated the puddle for the water and all this stuff. No, no, they, they, oh, the spear, yeah, the windshield. Like, yeah, they didn't figure that the goddamn spear would reflect, you know, uh, reflect off the windshield. But when Jason stabs her, she leans to the left, and the fucking spear goes yes. to the left and just misses her by fucking yeah. a few hairs. And, and, and I think it's C.J. Miller that plays Jason. In this Graham. 
T.J. Graham? C.J. Graham, yeah. Oh, he does. He comes from a military background. And this guy's fucking attack of just... He was very Terminator-esque. Yeah, Yeah, very very robotic. Dude, just the way he just... Unstoppable force was just... But there was two Jasons in this film. Everything you see during the day Mm -hmm. was Dan Bradley. And the studio execs looked at the footage and goes, he's a little fat, don't you think? And so they fired him. And got C.J. Graham for all the night shots. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, the paintball scene. The paintball scene? That's Dan yeah. Bradley. And I okay. love the paintball scene because it set up him to actually have the utility belt of fucking mm. weaponry to fucking destroy. Yeah. It's a utility belt. Yes. I think that's the only movie where, I mean, besides Stuntman, that two people portrayed but, Jason on film. Gotcha. Uh, and it, it well, paid off, dude. Didn't in part two, was there, wasn't there like... Uh, there was two, you're correct. Yeah. There was uh, the guy who did all the running mm-hmm. with who actually got his eyeball permanently injured because they glued that fucking mask to his face Jesus all the time. Fuck. Yeah, he got permanently injured, and then uh, for the reveals was... Uh, don't get me lying, I don't know. I know his fucking name. Aaron just... Lehman? Who? No, <laughs> no, not him. No, I can't remember. The first it, Jason, Aaron but... Lehman? <laughs> but as we get more into... Uh, the the paintball scene and stuff like that. He gets the machete. He gets the utility belt, and he just kind of goes forward from there into the camp. Warrington yeah. Gillette. I'm sorry. It's from episode two. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. I knew it was like some sort of razor blade that I use. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going back to what you said. Um. Yeah. More to I guess after you got the utility belt and machete from the paintball scene. Uh, man, everything after that just kind of just escalates very fast, and it was just really cool to kind of get that kind of sense of uh, impending doom for almost nearly everybody. I mean, well, you also have like the rivalry between Tommy and the sheriff, yeah, where like, they're they're fighting back and forth because he's trying to prove like he's alive. He, he's trying to prove he's alive. He's trying to prove Tommy's a menace, and he's doing all this. He's he's doing this stuff. So we stay away from my daughter type thing. So. There's a whole bunch of little feuds going around yeah. in this in this one movie, which made it interesting. I mean, what kind of turns the tide of that is like the daughter is what kind of ha- kind of has the hots for Tommy. Yeah, yeah, slut. <laughs> and she's also she's also uh, a camp counselor too. She's also a camp counselor at the uh, camp Forest Green. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I love how they get Court to kind of like teach the kids Indian stuff. And he's Indian stuff with stones. stones. <laughs> so stupid. So if so boy's so gonna go get another wife, and you know he's he just had, gonna, and he had those you know, two kids. This is going to be so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) If this is as good as it gets. (laughs) You know, out of all the Jason movies, this one moves along so quick. Like, honestly, when you watch it, you don't feel like you're watching an 86-minute movie or however long. Mm -hmm. It goes by fast. Because the story just keeps... There's never a dull moment. It just keeps going, 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 going. I think they had fun with the misdirection because the RV scene where everybody's like, they're fucking the back, but they have their clothes on. And then they go and then they hear something outside and... You know, they go check it out. and But there was a cool death scene whenever her head gets pressed through the, the bathroom. Yes. The aluminum wall. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Was Very sweet. frightener-esque. Oh, dude. Awesome. In, that, in that same scene, uh, you have the boyfriend who's, who's driving the, the <laughs> She's getting the thrown RV. back and forth. <laughs> when he gets that blade to the fucking uh, side of the head. Yeah. And the, then, the, then the RV just, like, turns on it fall it like it, oh, it like hits a ramp and flips when he over. He busts out and just stands on top of the fucking. And it's set on fucking oh, fire. Dun, 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 dun. Beautiful shot. And then Jason's like standing on top of it like fuck superhero. Yeah. Like right, superhero own this style. shit. There's a funny story about that RV scene. Uh, the guy who was like the money manager 
was such a tight wad with Tom McLaughlin. They set up this AC unit on top of the RV that the guy wanted. He he was like, when we're done filming, that's mine. It was like a $7,000 unit. Shit. They put it on top of that RV, and when it ramps off, that's what goes tumbling. I was wondering what the hell that was. I think the guy's name's like Dan Burns or something, uh, the producer, but he was just like, Mortified, like you motherfuckers, that was mine. <laughs> and Tom McLaughlin was like, "Yeah, that's for not giving me a crane when I needed it." No like, shit, right? Yeah, it was payback. I, I was so. wondering what that was. That that was that was like rolling off. Yeah. That's the, the non-attached attachable AC unit <laughs> to the motorhome. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn it. That's that hippie girl's fuck you sign. Yeah, for real. And and. I'm not going to say too much about the deaths. They weren't really the greatest. Because, I mean, when the girl looks out the window and she gets yanked out magically and her head gets twisted. Yeah. I mean, they're nothing too... I mean, the one redhead girl gets, like, a real brutal death. But you never really see it. You just see... Well, blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, when yeah, Megan the whole the room. Blood. Yeah, Megan goes there and she's like... Bleh. Well, it's, it's funny because he goes in, he, he does this the swipe with the, the slice. And then you see a blood splatter come back later and there's the room's just covered in blood. Yeah. Which... Just douched. Sense. There's not an inch of this fucking room that didn't have blood smear it, all over it. But the way the things tie is pretty funny, too, because he throws the dart, the cop's eye, yeah. and the second he gets hit in the eye, it cuts to, like, a dart board, and the sheriff, like, opens a door. <laughs> it's just, like, the random <laughs> Very things. clever. Yeah, Tom was clever. just really fun with the way he cut the fucking film. And CJ was just so fucking, like, man, when he's in the camp and he's visiting the girl or yeah. he's carrying the body and the girl sees him through the window. I mean, all these cool scenes. Yeah, I love that like, shot, actually. Yeah, There's some creepy, like, awesome He's menacing as Jason, dude. Yeah, he, he is. He is. He's good. I did like whenever the sheriff and Jason were finally facing off because you've been kind of, they've been building that. Jason versus the sheriff. They're, love, they, they've been building it. I love the bullets going through the body. Yes. Yeah. Well, I like to be keep shooting with the shotgun. He he rolls over, gets back up, gets over, hits him again, falls down, rolls over, gets back up, hits him again. He runs out of bullets. He uses the little handgun. No effect. And he just runs. He runs. He goes bitch mode and just fucking takes. And off. then and then you get, for me, one of the coolest deaths in the franchise. Like You're just right? folds him oh, back. Man, that was awesome. <laughs> And then the deleted scenes, you get all the long cuts of all that stuff. You get the yep. heart scene, you get the long break, all that stuff is in there. The deleted scenes, it was awesome. I, I like the part where they bump into each other. Like, the sheriff's the whole time's like, hey, he's fucking dead, he's a legend, he's nothing, like, blah, blah, blah. And then he fucking he bumps into, into him around the cabin, and you can see that, yeah. as the actor, he just gives this look like, are you fucking fucking serious like <laughs> what bam 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 fucking you've got you've, awesome. got you've got that that light in the middle between them yeah jason on one side sheriff on the other side they're facing off and it's like oh, get folded yes. like a lawn chair oh, buddy man. <laughs> but before the, the sheriff gets there i love the scene where like the the kind of cop chasing when the, the girl goes and gets the, the the shit that tommy needs like the chain and oh, all the, the, the trans and everything camille but, toe oh. <laughs> <laughs> she puts his fucking head between her legs and he, she's just hauling ass he's like tuna she that's goes, the muffin he was looking for. She, goes, she goes this is gonna and she goes hold on this turn might get a little hairy it's such a fucking fun film man so tommy in the end uh he, he paddles out to the middle of the lake that and big ass boulder jason come on come, come on jason you pussy got a fucking huge rock in there with a, a chain tied to it he's trying to lure jason in no, he's shit. And, and yeah jason fucking 
He first he's know. going for Megan, then yeah. he goes for him, then he's going back to Megan. For the kids, all that shit. Yeah. And then he goes underwater. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Where do you go? Tommy makes this like loop for to lasso him around the neck. And Jason keeps popping up. And then Tommy lights a fire around the fish him out. Yeah, to fish him out. And Jason pops in one more time, grabs a hold of Tommy. Tommy gets it around the chain around his neck. Jason does like this weird leap and breaks the boat. I thought he tried Rock. to swipe, at a, swipe a machete at him, and he breaks the boat. Was it? I think he was trying I to swipe at a machete. I thought he was just trying to I break the bare boat. Hands. Yeah, I thought he tried to break the boat to bring him down. Him and, like, everything just cried. I don't know, maybe. But the rock falls to the bomb. Fucking Jason is holding on to Tommy as best he can to keep him under. And... Uh, Successes. He succeeds. I'm yeah, sorry. Tommy drowns, right? Yeah. and He's just there fucking floating on the top. Megan paddles, you know, runs out there to jump Saves in, him. and Jason grabs her leg. And one of the coolest parts, she starts up the little boat motor. Oh, onboard motor. And just fucks his face up. <laughs> you see Jason twitching, his Guts neck snaps. It's fucking... His neck snaps twice. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross sounding. Everything just comes up with that fucking cut, dude. Like, they got a bunch of chicken bones and snapped them for that effect. Like, (laughs) it sounds disgusting. They got some pulled pork. Nice. But uh, you see the end, Jason's return to Crystal Lake, which is kind of cool to complete the myth. Yeah, because, like, Tommy goes to town and he gets all these books on the occult to kind of, like, figure out, like, oh, now Jason's something else. I gotta figure out how to kill something that's, like, He's researching Jason. The only way to kill him is to return him to his grave and and take him to the lake. How was that? But what was weird is, like, you know, Megan gets Tommy to the the beach and she performs CPR. Lucky bastard. You see that little girl kind of, like, praying again. Oh, God, you will say and it was all this. It's a scary man. Yeah. <laughs> he almost ate my hamster. Stay in your fucking bed, girl. <laughs> Go to sleep. Yeah. We're dead meat, dude. No shit, dude. <laughs> and uh, it kind of ends on a high note, you know? Tommy lives and all this stuff, and Jason's throat's fucking eviscerated by the fucking onboard motor. And, you know, he's returned to whatever tranquil slumber that we could, you know, yeah. hope him to return to. But the last shot of the movie is this cool underwater shot where Jason's just floating underwater chained. Yeah. But then it closes. Actually, before it closes up in his eye, you see his fist clench. Yeah. And then it closes up on his eyes and he's still alive. Yeah, it it shoots forward to that that beginning scene where you see the eye with the maggots and shit. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah. Maggots underwater. So if I, out of this series, uh, Favorite kills, uh, favorite moments, what do you got? Uh, fuck, dude. It's tricky for me because four's got some of the better kills, but six is a stronger story for me that I love and enjoy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, favorite kill's got to be uh, part four where uh, the machete to the face and the slide down. That's yeah. like so fucking beautifully done by Tom Savini. It's hard because that's where all the, sh- the great shit lies in Savini's mm-hmm. fucking part four. Because, man, when Jason takes that machete to the face and he does that body slide, that was just beautiful. Machete yeah. to the face with the body slide. But I've also got to give credit to uh, the chick in the woods who gets, you know, the the, the, the scissors to the eyes. No, the hedge clippers? The hedge clippers because, because she was hot. And I, I, it's two thumbs up right there. Third thumbs way up. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that Jason slide <laughs> Third thumbs in my belly button. It is coming out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but you know, uh, the body, the Jason face slide down the machete. That, oh yeah. that was just, it's just awesome. That yeah, was really man. cool. 
If Meister? Wow, there's like so many from just just from part four. Um, but I guess if I had to choose from like part four, um, the corkscrew one's pretty interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the uh, handstand one was pretty fun too. Cleaver, whack. Uh, let's see, part five. Um, I would go with the hedge clippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful sight. Like if you want to put the, like the guy with the belt, that like the 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 one two, one two thing for me, and then part six. Uh, I always found like the one, like where he's like fighting the, uh, the businessman and and doing the hunting thing. Like the one particular <laughs> one is where, uh, I guess the one guy's face gets into the tree trunk and you pull away and there's like a happy face on the tree and the yeah. bark. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm. And then like Jason's like holding like the guy's hand and. Kind of like, he shook hands with machete. In the hand. He has like the machete in his hand, and then the triple kill thing. The triple threat. Just, just pretty much <laughs> that whole that whole scene with the with the businessman doing the honey thing. That's yeah. probably like my favorite part of like. Put on part the headband. Six. Put on the headband. Dead. <laughs> Nathan, part four. I'm gonna have to agree. The corkscrew hatchet to the face. I fucking love watching Crispin Glover die. Not in real life. Just just how he got fucked up in that movie. Like he took it out and then he pinned his ass to the wall with railroad spikes. Yeah. It's fucked up. I love how he tears him down <laughs> off the railroad spikes yeah. too. He's gotta go out the back door. He's like, yeah, fuck this guy. Really, dude. It's fucked up. And then uh Two goes away. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> part part five, uh Christ, man. Um I think Damon. I love that scene where he's on the shitter and his spikes are just coming through and he's like, oh, yeah. ah, ah, and then bam, one right through the goddamn chest. And yep. it's like, oh, but I love Damn that. Whole, I love that whole setup, like her oh, fucking dude. with them and singing. They're all happy. And then, oh shit. Like everything yeah. goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, part six. Ah, fuck. I have to say the cop getting folded backwards. Yeah. That that was a great I really like, I just like the look of it. Like how he's twitching yeah. and he's like touching his ankles. <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. It's, awesome. it's bizarre. It's not natural. And I, I kind of dig it. But then again, I love the fucking uh, chick's face through the side of the, the motorhome. Like yeah. it's a very nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy coming through the wall. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. kind of homage. But, uh, I think the cop phone backwards for me. I, oh, yeah. I really like that That's one. That's fun as shit. Yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> I'll do it for me. I'll, I'll, I'll sign off with those three. <laughs> um, so, for the Tommy Jarvis series, uh, long-lasting feelings I have on this, it's just awesome, man. I mean, it's not the it's not the greatest. Obviously, Part 5 did that. It's a fun ride. Yeah, but it's, it's definitely a fun, fun ride. ride. It's a fun ride through with a motorhome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I honestly think four and six is stronger than one and three. Yeah. I think there's like they had really strong writing potential and the mm-hmm. the directors were on point, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think having Savini uh kind of return to the fold for the final chapter on part four. Yeah, he did. That that just benefited even more. Well, like a top four is, has always been like it's it's either it's four, six, two and one in kinda in that order. Mm-hmm. And I I just like the direction in in part six. I, I felt like that was probably like the last great uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah, and I'd agree with that. you. I it, see that. it was smart, or was it? So tune in next week, guys, as we get further and deeper into the Friday the Thirteenth series. Uh, so from all of us, this is Ify. This is Jeff. This is Nathan. And this is Aaron. Yeah. <laughs>
keep it scared. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. 
Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.